Hi, I'm Mel Majoros. I am a three-year cancer survivor. My blog, The Cancer Warrior, is one of the top ten breast cancer blogs according to blogs.com. I'm here to bring a fresh, upbeat perspective to a topic that to some may seem scary. A positive mental attitude got me through my cancer, and I hope to share that with you. Today we're talking about a cause that's close to my heart. I am a board member of this group. It is Cruising for the Cure. And uh, we're trying to find a cure for pancreatic cancer. And in studio today, I have Rusty and Rick Thee. How are you today, gentlemen? Very good. Fine, thank you. Mm -hmm. Excellent. So let's jump right in and tell me about cruising for the cure, Rick. I know you. I know Rusty wants you to talk. So (laughs) not a problem. (laughs) No. Well, again, thanks, Mel, and also thanks for being a great board member on our our, on our board for both the boat show and on the memorial fund, the Jane Thee Memorial Fund. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. When when something like cancer hits your family, um, you know, really sends everybody in the family kind of reeling. I mean, mm-hmm. and you, and your life's a big adjustment. Oh, yes. And um, from the, you know, devastating news from the day my mom was diagnosed until the day she passed away, I mean, your life has changed. I mean, dramatically, it, it changes for everybody. And after everything had settled uh, after that, and it was a good, I would say, year to year and a half for me anyhow, you start getting back into more normal routine, and, and not to say that things are really out of sync, but you just—it's mm-hmm. just not the same routine as when your mother was here, and things that right. you know, you miss the conversations each week, you things you take for granted. You know, you try not to take those things for granted, but you really understand how special those conversations were, uh, especially when they're not here anymore. Right. And uh, so it got me to thinking, you know, how could I? help so that this wouldn't be so traumatic for maybe other individuals and what what's happening in the area of pancreatic cancer as far as research are there any cures being looked at uh, we know it was we knew it was an uphill battle from the standpoint of what we heard through um, when my mom was diagnosed and all that she went through with her clinical studies and her, and her treatment uh, so what we thought while well, this was all going on mm-hmm. uh, and well before my mom was diagnosed we had my wife and I had purchased a boat uh, that was the same year, make and model, as the boat that they had when I was 10 years old. And what kind of boat is it? It was that? a 1953 22-foot Chris Craft mahogany, real traditional. It was the same boat that was on Golden Pond. I mean, same model okay. that was used on Golden Pond. So if anybody saw that movie, they know the exact boat mm-hmm. I'm talking of. We were constantly, you know, putting a little money each year into this boat to get it restored. It was becoming a long-term pro- <laughs> project. And when my mom was diagnosed, um, it became evident that, you know, she was really struggling, and I think she felt that this was going to be her last summer on the lake. Right. And so we were, my wife and I became very motivated to get that boat finished. And um, working with a good friend of mine who was a boat restorer, um, we were able to finish that boat before the end of the summer. And it was a big part of my mom's life that summer. I think she used that as a focal point for drawing strength and things. Because this is the area, you know, Torch Lake, Michigan, up in near Bel Air, Michigan. This was a place that she liked to spend the time most in her life. I right. mean, that was her garden spot, if you say. So we really, she really wanted, you know, always ask me when the boat was going to be done. You know, we really were pushing to get it done. But we got the boat done, I mean, like almost the last day <laughs> of of, the, of summer up north, which would be right before Labor Day weekend. And she was able to take her, you know, one and only ride in that boat. And I don't know how much, I don't know if she was out in the water that much after that or not, but I think that was one of her, the last or one of her last boat rides. So I'm glad it was a great memory in yes. a boat that they used to have when I was younger. younger we used to have it as a family. And that just, you know, kind of really was 
it was a, it was a tough day for her, but it was a good day for her. Right. I mean, oh, you, I know. You, you could tell. I mean, all the memories you could see him flooding back into her eyes. You know, you could tell that she was reliving a lot of things, and at the same time, she understood that she would be missing a lot of things. Right. And so it was that part was sad. So you know, jump forward to 2009. Um, during, uh, well, I shouldn't say it, during the restoration of the boat, the gentleman that was doing the restoration, we were always talking about, you know, he knows that I'm kind of a fanatic about this stuff. I love wooden boats. I, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's about, about it. Fanatical. <laughs> I mean, you, you're just, you know, it's just a part of my past, too. I mean, just, right. it's just, you know, part of, those are the memories I have of summer. And so he said, oh, it'd be good. The restorer said, oh, it'd be great. Uh, his name was Gary Hutchins, great guy. He said, it'd be really neat if we could get some of these boats together, shoot them, maybe put it into a little calendar, and then we could hand them out to the people that were all wooden boat owners in the lake and kind of a, to bring that fraternity together. So I kind of forgot about that idea when my mom was diagnosed. But after, you know, when she had passed and we went through everything and we had a chance to settle down, that conversation still lingered in the back of my mind. And so I went back to Gary and I said, you know that idea you had about the calendars? He said, yeah. I said, um, were you serious about that? He said, yeah, but I couldn't do it by myself and yeah, I'm really busy. And I said, I understand mm-hmm. that. I said, um, I kind of like the... You know, if I started that, would it be something you would support? Could you help me with names and people had boats? And he said, sure. So we contacted a bunch of people. Uh, we got 12 boats together, and we got a photographer. And Well, not just a photographer, right? Well, this was even this was before even that took place. So oh, okay. So we got, you know, got a local photographer, too, mm-hmm. who's a professional and donated her time. And so we had 12 boats, and it was just great. And then... Uh, 12 boats, so the people heard about it, and they said, well, could you take, would you take, you know, could we be included? And then it turned into, like, I think it went from 12 to 15 to 20. <laughs> and by, you know, and I said, boy, you know, I can't just pull all these boats together and have a place for them to, to stage them for while we're shooting them. We have to wait right. one at a time. So I talked to uh, Doug Davis at DeWitt Marine. I said, hey, Doug, I need some space for a couple hours on a Saturday. Uh, can you give me five or ten parking spots we could stage <laughs> these boats? He says, well, how many boats do you have? And I said, well, we have like 20-plus boats that want to do this. He said, so I got room for all of those. And I said, really? He said, yeah. I said, okay. Um, so I called these people back. Well, in the interim, another 15 people asked if they could be involved. And I didn't realize there were that many wooden boats on Torch Lake. Well, all said and done, by the time we ended this thing, um, between Doug Davis and the dockside, Gordy Schaefer at the dockside, mm-hmm. and Butch's bait and tackle, Butch Bartz, um, we had roughly that first year... 52 boats entered in this thing, oh turned it into really a boat show, even right. though we were doing a photo shoot. And uh, we had our local photographer, Lisa Laronis, who runs Cedar Shores Photography. She came out, did a great job. And also, uh, I had some acquaintance with um, a two gentlemen by the name of Jim and Norm Wangard from um, Economawal, Wisconsin, who okay. run a publication called Classic Boating. And told him what I was doing and actually bumped into him in Florida at another boat show. And he said, we'd like to come and shoot that event. And they showed up and shot the <laughs> event for us and uh, professionally. And then, you know, they put us in their magazine. We made like the first five pages of the first issue of the following year. And they did that all for free, And they right? did that all for free, which was really great. Everybody donated their time. To, you know, all the merchants in, on Clam River donated mm-hmm. their time. The photographers I mean, it was just an outpouring of tremendous outpouring of goodwill. And, and uh, they love my mom. These people knew my mom. They mm-hmm. loved my mom. So it was a real community outpouring. So that's how the, the whole event started. And the concept was if we were going to do this calendar, uh, you know, we would do it. And if we're not going to, you know, we would not like to give them away, but let's try to sell them. And if right. we do, let's see if we can give some money back and, and let's give it for pancreatic cancer research. 
and my mom was treated by some people um, by um, Dr. Philip Philip at Carmanos Cancer Institute, and so we decided to make them our, our event beneficiary. So that's how it started. So now we're in our third annual awesome. Jane the Memorial uh, Torch Lake Rendezvous, which we dubbed Cruising for the Cure, and uh, and uh, it's it's really been a tremendous event, I think, and it's been fun for us, you know, to. To have the event, see everybody relive those memories in their lives with their family members that day because it's mm-hmm. a very fun family environment. Oh, it is. And to know that the proceeds from that event, you know, we have calendar sales, T-shirt sales. We try to do all the merchant-oriented things. And we also have a party the night before we do more traditional type of fundraising environment. Right. Tell me about the party. The, the party before. on the pier? Yes. Well, you know, first Cause year... Because I, I missed that last year. Oh, you did. That's right. No, it was yes. a great event. No, it was a great event. We... um. The year before, uh, the first year we did a party, an afterglow party at our cottage up uh, at my dad and mom's place up on, uh, off of Torch Lake. It was well attended and it was a lot of fun. It was basically to say thank you for people coming out right. and to say a few things about And we had Nick Carmanos, who runs the uh, vice president of development for Carmanos Cancer oh, wow. Institute there. He can, comes out and tells us what's going on in research, how, you know, how we are having a, an effect on their clinical studies and in their laboratories. And that, that's, a, you know, to hear that from him. We also had a, mm-hmm. a friend of ours, Deb Canella, who's on our board with you, mm-hmm. and she's a pancreatic cancer survivor, oh, which, right. you know, too many, you know, there's not that many, that many around, and no. she's very fervent and passionate about the cause, and also about what happens even when you're a patient, and mm-hmm. she's very uh, active in cancer support communities, and, and, and that component, she's an excellent person, and so uh, we have featured her as well, and so there's those types of things, so we thought we'd want to do that each year, right? but we, the Saturday night wasn't available, but... The Friday nights were available at the dockside. So now we do it outside on the pier at Clam River um, under, hopefully, sunny weather, <laughs> sunny under weather. tent. And we do it right at sunset, and we always stage a few old boats there. Mm-hmm. And, then we, and then we invite people out. That's like $25 per person. They get a couple of drink tickets, and they get great hors d'oeuvres. We have a silent auction. Silent auction. I was going to And then we that. have uh, usually somebody from the Institute, Carmanos Cancer Institute, was there, is mm-hmm. there. Nick Carmanos was there last year. Uh, Chris Smith, the grandson of uh, Christopher Columbus Smith, who founded Chris Craft. And now, you know, tell me how you got him involved. Um, he was when I um, when I was meeting with the Wangers from Classic Boating at mm-hmm. the t- boat show in Florida. Chris Smith was there, and I actually met Chris the year before at that same show in Florida, and we kind of struck up a conversation. And that's the first time I met him. Then the following year, um, I was doing some volunteer work with the uh, Anti Classic Boat Society. My wife and I were helping mm-hmm. out at the Grand Rapids Boat Show, and he okay. was there that weekend, and we were with him for a couple of days. And so when we started the event, it just seemed to be natural to say, would you like to come? And he had lost, um, he had lost a family member to cancer, okay. so he was very um, empathetic with what we were doing and very supportive. And so he was our Grand Marshal for our boat parade last year at the event, and he's coming back this year. He loves the event, and he's coming back again this year. And he tells such great stories. And he's great. So, yeah, he's got, he grew up, he grew up on, in the, you know, he grew up at the Algonac plant as a kid, and that was his playground God, after cool school. And, and ended up working <laughs> in the business, and um, was at, worked at the Holland plant mm-hmm. for Chris Craft and, and the family business, and has a great story. So, it, it's, you know, those, those are the type of things that, the type of people and the type of stories and the type of environment that this whole thing um, arose out of, and when you, I, you know, you can't miss when you have people that are passionate about something, mm-hmm. and they understand what you're trying to do, and they're not, not only and they're passionate about what activity you have, and it actually a third party is going to benefit from it. Right. I think it's it's a win-win, and in this case, I think it's been a win-win situation. So, 
for everybody. So it's really great. And I think my mom would be really happy. I bet she would. Yeah, be. And, and it's it's a unique event too, because a lot of a lot of the events that uh, that I see are mostly walks, and I'm not putting down no. anything, but. You know, to see, I'm not a boat person. I mean, I, I like boats. I don't know. I'm not as crazy as you guys yeah. are. <laughs> but, you know, I, anytime there's a boat show, I'll go check it out. And I love to take pictures and just see yeah, these old classic wooden boats. Yeah. And, you know, you can do that. You can buy the calendar. Right. You can, yeah, I know you have t-shirts. t-shirts you have a poster this year have, as well. Commi- this is our second commemorative poster. Uh, we have an artist out of Santa Fe, New Mexico, who mm-hmm. visited the first year. They did some of the photography. And, she, and we didn't have a poster the first year, but she did the work the second year. Yes. And does that, and then she did it again this year. And each year, what we do is we pick a boat out of our local area fleet that's been mm-hmm. involved in the show, and we showcase that boat in the poster, and then we present that poster, unveil it at our annual party on the pier event awesome. that evening. And uh, my brother Russ instituted a neat thing. Uh, we also do a Spirit of Appreciation Award, oh. and we pick three people each year that have supported our event, that have been really um, instrumental in helping it. Uh, be the success it is, Excellent. and he takes over that, and and has a, and we select those individuals, and then we acknowledge them every year, and um, and then uh, and then we pick a, a grand marshal for the parade each year. Right and now, so, who's the grand marshal this year? This year, it's a unique story. We have a gentleman named Bob Vandermulen, who's mm-hmm. a, a local wooden boat uh, mechanic, mm-hmm. and Bob's been taking care of these boats in that area specifically, and the most of our boats, I should say this, I would say over eighty percent. Of the boats, and well over ninety percent, the first year to one hundred percent, all that first year all come from that chain of lakes right there. Oh wow! And they all and the, and in other words, when we have the boat show, forty to fifty of those boats they motor in, and the rest of them are trailered in. So, uh, so the majority of the people know each other. They know each other, That's and awesome. they know my and they know our families because most mm-hmm. of those families have been summering up there for three and four generations now. So they all know each other, which is kind of neat. So, uh, and Bob for the last oh gosh. I'm going to be kind to Bob here. I think at least, <laughs> I think at least a, you know, more than a couple decades, Bob's right. been uh, handling these boats, uh, their engines specifically. Mm-hmm. And uh, or as I like to call them for him, I think these are like your children. You know, he's been coddling them for, uh, you know, season after season, taking care of them. We right. just thought it would be fitting that there would be one guy that we would want to recognize as a grand marshal um, because he's been instrumental in keeping us running. In fact, last couple of years, I know for a fact that there have been boats that have been entered in our event. They've had issues the night before, and Bob has never made the party because he's been in those boats up until 11 o'clock at night. I hope you're bringing him hors d'oeuvres while he's working yeah, on the boats. Yeah, yeah, getting him running, yeah. You'll see him in the boathouse or something. There'll be the light shining from under the door. He's working on somebody's boat, trying to make sure it can be, to get it going the next day. And he's, he's just, you know, and so we want to make sure that he's appreciated for that. Awesome. So. Yeah. That's awesome. So tell me more about the party on the pier. You have silent auction items. Yeah, we'll have silent auction items. Uh, some of them are nautically related. Some mm-hmm. of them are related to people, in the, uh, to um, the business in the, in the community that support us. They give back uh, items, whether they're cruises with dinner, whether they're, uh, you know, wooden boats that are painted on memorabilia. Uh, we we have all donated items. All donated. All donated. Yeah, yeah, all donated. We try, yeah, Everything is uh, donated items that we uh, can auction off. And they, we usually have 25 to 30 good items. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we have, um, in addition to that, we have sponsorship levels for the event uh, that start from $250 to go up to $3,000. Nice. And for that, you will get you know your boat registration, so many copies of the posters, the shirts, um, and uh, also uh, so many tickets to party on the pier. And then you get listed uh, in, your, in, uh, in the event, our billboard postings, and we have programs that go out and things like that for mm-hmm. the business community. 
so that's, you know, we're trying to keep it, you know, that people can, you know, give and at the same time give back. There was a big, the big thing for us was that the, we wanted to make sure that the impact was in the state of Michigan, mm-hmm. that it's local. Mm-hmm. Not to say there's not great research going on around the country. Oh, of course. But we just wanted to make sure that uh, people could tie a local uh, face to what we were doing. Like it's a name and a, and, a, and a face and an institution to what we were doing. And having Carmanos having a satellite facility here in Petoskey is mm-hmm. real important to yes. us. And and I think that people knowing that, and I mean, we, you know, hundred we have no, the over the only overhead we have is printing and mm-hmm. a telephone. <laughs> I mean, we have no, you know, our, all our staff is volunteer. Right. Our board, our board members, everything is all volunteer. So basically, what, you know, what's net is net. When the printing is done and mm-hmm. our poster sales are done, whatever we, all, just our costs for our shirts and things, once those are all netted out, uh, we give back our our money goes to the Carmanos Cancer Institute for for clinical studies as well as research studies uh, for pancreatic oncology. Right, because I I believe I had a guest on the show talking about pancreatic cancer, and they said the mortality rate has not changed in the last twenty five years. Yeah, it's still. So. Uh, I think you, you get a survival rate of I think it's four percent, four percent like that. Mm-hmm. I, I guess the thing that really was hardest for me was to look at the bar graph on funding and not to say that, I mean, we, we, we I, I do relay for life and I do mm-hmm. other things. Yes. I walked in the relay for life uh, a couple of weeks ago in Sarasota, Florida. And we love the relay. Yeah. This is great. And, and there's just, a lot of things I'm just using that as yeah, an no example. example. And we, and we do, and we like, and we love all that's going on for breast cancer research, mm-hmm. lung, prostate, you name it. But when you look at the bar graphs and you see how the funding, right. The pancreatic cancer exactly. being way at the bottom, yet you look at the death uh, rate on it and at the mortality, it's, it's fourth from the top. And that hasn't changed. And so we need to get those numbers changed. We need to have the funding increased to help bring down that mortality rate. And we know that's, you know, it's, we know it's a long, hard battle, and the, and the researchers tell us this. Um, Rusty and I were at a briefing last year in March at Carmanos. Uh, they, they do a briefing for partners that raise funds for the Research Institute. Mm-hmm. And, and they're very, you know, hey, this is, you know, this is not an easy situation, but we're, we, are, we are making strides every day. Right. And the strides that we make as a scientist, you know, we're, they're very big strides, but from the public standpoint, just because you know, it's, it's not the effect is not quite is not there. It's you know, people don't think we're making strides, but we are doing things. There's research going on, and we are making strides. And so, uh, we're very happy with our affiliation with them, and mm-hmm. we really hope that you know, whether it's a blood marker, whether it's through some organic material that they're they're working right. with, whatever. We're just hoping that we can give people more time, more quality. Mm-hmm. Uh, of life while they're going through this and hopefully one day a cure. Cause I uh, think like with Carmanos and I know like uh, the group stand up to cancer, they're trying to probably, I would assume the same thing with Carmanos think of the body as a whole. So the, yes, they're trying to cure pancreatic cancer, no. but there may be a drug for say lung cancer. That can Absolutely. Also- it happens a lot. A friend of mine in Rotary in Florida uh, was, um, and it was a, uh, and he served under C. Everett Coop. Mm-hmm. And he was uh, in office at the time when they were developing uh, when, when the AIDS right. drug came out. And how that had been discovered, he was telling me, even in Detroit, I think, I think a lot of that research is done in Detroit, but that uh, it wasn't until, I forgot, I'm not, so I'm not a doctor, I'm not a, right. a medical person, but there was something going on in some sort of laboratory, some sort of research, cellular or whatever, um, that triggered this familiarization with the situation. And that's it, it was out, out of that environment that, him up with the vet, you know this drug right. for, for for AIDS, and he, so he said, just take hope. He says there's so much research going on in other areas well, that somebody is. in some laboratory is going to hopefully 
run into something one day when a cell behaves a certain way and they're going to realize there's a there's some sort of application for another environment. Maybe that exactly. environment will be what's happening with pancreatic cancer. So we understand that it all you know kind of feeds into the same thing. But our efforts are to yes. you know from a, you know because my mom had it and it's within our family and it's our passion level. We're focusing our efforts in that in that direction of pancreatic research. And yeah. I think with uh, you know the boat show as well as. You know, unfortunately, Patrick Swayze's passing, his wife has been a huge, oh, huge. right? you know, so I think there's a lot more focus going to be on pancreatic, pancreatic cancer. cancer. It's a shame, you know, that those types of things have to happen, but I guess it's like a natural, I wouldn't be, I guess, you know, look at me, for our family, perfect right. example. Same, yeah, yeah same, same here, situation, I right. I mean, you have, it, it hits you on a local, on a family level, mm-hmm. and you pick up the torch and you say, what the torch, I, how ironic, actually. Yeah, 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 torch, like, yeah, if you know, yeah. In the memorial fund, what we use in my mind is what we do. J and H, D, J, H, T, the T's mm-hmm. splits the J and the H and the, and the top of the T is a torch because we wanted to tie that in with, with where she, Torch Lake, where she spent her time. Right. And at the same time, our, uh, uh, our tagline is carrying the torch in search of a cure for pancreatic cancer. I like so that. that's, you know, we try to tie that in. But we are, we're committed to it. We're, you know, we're, we're, we're um, you know, we're babies in a lot because we're a new <laughs> foundation, but we're, it's, you know, we, it's nice to be able to give uh, over $11,000 to that research up to I date. I know, in, in just a couple of years, yeah, that's amazing. Less, and that was less than two years, so we're hoping that this year, because our event's kind of different. It doesn't run on, like, we have this one big campaign and right. each year, and then the money's net different. We do net things from the auction, but what really drives it are the sales we do and our calendars that go around the country mm-hmm. and our T-shirts, and they bring in significant dollars. So the campaign's really like a year-to-year type of thing. At the end of that year before the next show, we kind of say, here's where we are, and we tally up what we've done and what we've given back. And so, uh, and you must get more, I'm, I'm sure you got more uh, boaters who wanted to be in the boat show. Oh, yeah. This, yeah our, our participation numbers went from like 54, then last year I think we were as high as 70-some. Wow. We'll hit that, hopefully, I think we'll hit that easily this year. And uh, some of our... Sponsors that are providing slips are already opening up additional space for us. Awesome. Uh, one new thing we did this year is because the boats are local and you've seen some of the same boats each year, even though some of the uh, local people have multiple boats, Right. this year we decided to create 8 to 12 spots for a guest chapter to come in. We're not okay. involved with an antique boat society, mm-hmm. but the society itself has several chapters around the country. So we thought it would be neat if we would maybe invite a different chapter each year to come in with a 10 or 12 extra boats nice. to make it more interesting for the people to, you know, right. to come. So they see some fresh, boat, new, new styles, different models each year of antique boats. And so we started that tradition this year, and um, hopefully we'll pick it up with another chapter next year or another guest lake or something to keep that I was gonna going to say, you're going to need a bigger lake. Bigger what? A bigger lake. Oh, Torch is plenty big. <laughs> Brook is plenty, yeah, plenty big. No, we can accommodate. So we're, we feel really good about that. So we're real happy with it. Excellent. Yeah. So if people want to, well, I know they'll want to donate. Like if they have silent auction items or they just want to send money in for the cause, where can they do that? Yeah, they can send money. Um, if, if you'd like to, um, to make a donation, uh, you can send money to the JNHD Memorial Fund Incorporated. It's mm-hmm. a 501C nonprofit corporation. We're tax exempt. Uh, we're considered a public charity under, I think it's Section 509A. And they can send their money to uh, the JNHD Memorial Fund, P.O. Box 370, mm-hmm. Metamora, Michigan. And that's M E T A M O R A, Michigan okay. 48455. And then you have a website? A website, yeah. You can go to cruiseforcure.org, which is not affiliated with the Memorial, the Memorial Fund, doesn't have a website yet, but the event does. Right. But if you go to the uh, event website at cruiseforcure.org, 
you can um, visit our website. It'll have what's the schedule of events for the boat show. Mm-hmm. It'll have um, uh, uh, some press releases there about what we're doing, what we're yes. about. You can also click on a video that was done last year by your own mm-hmm. Vic McCarty. And, I don't know who that is. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> who did a great job and a great supporter. Yes. And people can get a real idea, a real idea of what's going on, you know, with this. Because, like you so. said, it's good to put a face with. I mean, I hate to say the disease, but you know, you always hear about pancreatic cancer or any kind of cancer. And like, like I said, Patrick Swayze, yeah, he's famous, but yeah, you know, just to know. I mean, I think that's why I got involved because of your sister. You know, yeah. and we had talked about it. Um, her, Rick's sister, works at the doctor's office where I go, and. You know, as everyone knows, I'm a cancer advocate. So, it, I mean, and I like going to boat shows. So, mm-hmm. it was a natural fit. So. Yeah, no, it's 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 true. I mean, um, I, I mean, it definitely. You know, those situations. It's, it's it's fortunate. It's fortunate that the community has people like that. Yes. That, you know, it, being that public, even though they value their privacy, mm-hmm. and that they've gone through something like that. That you know, when they're gone, that their spouses and their families have picked up the, the torch. Right. And they've carried it forward and are getting the word out about it. And I'm hoping that, you know, hopefully that translates into more uh, contributions and more research, uh, you know, leading And more events. More events. A, yeah, exactly. Because we may be planning some more events that we can uh, post on my Facebook page. And on also Cruising for the Cure as a Facebook page right. as well. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, we're, we're looking to grow another event, even in our organization, uh, in the mm-hmm. next year or so. So we'd like, you know, to, to do more. And, um you know, and at those events, we want to make sure that you know we have a lot of fun, and we have a <laughs> yeah, great yes. time, and we do. We want to live. You know, we 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 want to promote the family component, but you know, uh, it is about you know raising money for a very worthy cause exactly. that is in need of fund mm-hmm. funding, and um, so we're you know it's so that because part of we it, because we want to say that we were a part of the uh, people who made the percentage change. of mortality yeah, change. Yeah, to see those exactly. numbers, we could get those numbers to reverse in any. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that, uh, it's reversed. Even it the double digits, at least. Yeah, seriously. exactly. So. I know. I, when I heard that, I was floored that, yeah. that it hasn't changed in 25 years. Yeah. And we have to change that. Well, well, we hope to make... There are other people like us mm-hmm. out there, uh, yes. some great people that Rusty and I have met at Carmanos at these events mm-hmm. uh, that are doing what we're doing, but in a different environment, right. that are creating endowments, funding research, that are doing different functions, that have, uh, whether it's a golf function or a, a dinner or a or even an afternoon tea. Yes. Um, you know, bringing in people that are professionals in this area to talk about what's going on is important. Yes. Uh, so that that there's an element to the to the to the event that says, you know, this is you know this is serious. You know, we really need your help because this is what's taking place. And this is what's happening in our community, uh, and it's becoming more prevalent. If you look in our boat show calendar, people we have people write stories about their mm-hmm. boat in our calendar, and it's amazing how many of those stories are related to cancer. And mm-hmm. in our community, I think we had three or four stories related to pancreatic cancer really? in, our, in our community. And that's not a large community. No. Now, granted, that w- those were over a couple generations. But still, still. I mean, if, uh, and that group that meets down there to have uh, those types of stories. And it makes the calendar, I think, you know, that much more meaningful that people can read that and say, wow, you know, that's... Some of these people, they, they went through what I went through. They exactly. had the same thing. I really didn't know that. And because of this environment that we created for this event, you know, it's becoming, um, it's, there's more sharing going on about this type right. of thing going on which in families. Good. Which is good. It's, it's mm-hmm. like, it really, in a way, it's like its own little support community. It is. It is definitely. It is very much so. So Party on the Pier is what day? July 22nd, uh, okay. 6.30 Excellent. to 9.30. 
Uh, it's $25 per person. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is open to the public while tickets last. Yes. And uh, we did sell out last year quickly. Mm-hmm. And um, then the boat show is on July 23rd. Right. And boats are on display in water at the dockside from 8 in the morning till noon. And they're on display in water from 8 until 3.30 at DeWitt Marine and at Butch's Bait and Tackle, where we have an on-land display of old vintage outboards. Awesome. And then at uh, 2 o'clock, we have, uh, our, we have, well, we have uh, four award classes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rusty could probably talk yeah. more about that one. Uh, he's in charge of the award classes, <laughs> and he's in charge of, of, uh, of that part of it, so I'll let him pick okay. up here. Yeah, and the award classes we have for the boats, um, we have a People's Choice Award. Okay. And with that... Obviously, uh, people that come through and look at all the boats uh, are given a form to fill out, and they can choose uh, the boat that, that uh, meets uh, you know, their eye. And right. so just kind of take a look at everything because what's really unique about the boats out there is while they're set up, people can take a look at the boat. And as Rick mentioned, it's kind of interesting. All these boats have a history, mm-hmm. and you can talk to the owners right there about the boats. A lot of them have some old memorabilia inside the boats, too. And so it's kind of fun to see the people go through, look at all the boats, and then decide what they like the yes. best. And then, of course, there is the it captain's like choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then the, uh, yeah. the, and then, of course, you have the, the captain's choice award, which mm-hmm. is um, uh, more of a uh, all the boat owners come together and they decide, you know, based on vintage, based on condition, mm-hmm. uh, refurbishment, et cetera, what is uh, what they consider. To be a really uh, original, fine uh, uh, boat, and awesome. so there's a lot to consider in that. And, and we do that for inboard and outboard. Classes. Yeah, we do that for okay. inboard and the yeah. outboard classes as and well. And we did add one new award this year, which is a kind of a fun award. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a well, it's a committee's choice award, uh, mm-hmm. and um, it's a uh, going to be best transom art. What does that mean? That means like every boat in the back has a name. Oh, okay. but a lot of people do a lot of. Uh, Need artwork with the back of their yes. boats, and so and some people, you know, they they spend some significant dollars doing that, as well as some time if they do it right. themselves and very artistic. So we thought it'd be neat. To, uh, the committee will get together. We'll get a, maybe a, a group of five together to make that choice about what we consider to be best transom art. It makes it kind of fun, you right. know, to, to give somebody an award for that. So we wanted to make our award environment um, uh, choice driven by the. The community mm-hmm. that way you know just because we want to make it more fun and friendly so while right. it's, yeah it's not like going to a show where they're picking apart everything you know this is like people's <laughs> choice captain's mm-hmm. choice mm-hmm. i mean there is some discernment going on but it's not like your heavy heavy boat shows you got you right. know five guys hovering over the thing with a with well, the a clipboard to- and- yeah the clipboard and a fine tooth comb so which we wanted to make it fun and, and family and it is a lot of fun it's a lot of fun and then we have a perpetual those trophies are perpetuals and they're mounted at the uh, DeWitt Marine and Butch's mm-hmm. Bait and Tackle. And so people can, each year, we you know, add to those. And hopefully people will look at that and say what that's all about. And we get another person that's aware of not only what we're doing, but aware of the pancreatic cancer research element. And maybe com- comes back next year as either a, a participant or, or a spectator. So. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for uh, joining me today, gentlemen. It's cruiseforcure.org. That's is correct. Your, is yeah. your website. We, uh, we also have a Facebook page, Cruising for the Cure. Um, if you can't find it, it's... You can also check uh, the Cancer Warrior on PowerRadio.com or my Facebook page, Mel Majoros, because uh, it's connected to that. Uh, you can also check out my website, uh, thecancerwarrior.net. And uh, thank you very much, gentlemen. You know what? Life looks pretty good from where I'm sitting. Sending you good vibes. It's the Cancer Warrior on PowerRadio.com.